I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Great news still to come on the show. If you have no dad who didn't teach you how to do anything around the house, there's a gentleman who runs a channel called on YouTube called Dad, How Do I? And he just goes giving you pieces of advice on how to fix things, change the car tyres, change the oil, put up a thing of shelves. DIY, basically, for, for people who need that reinforcement from a fatherly figure. Genius stuff. That'll be on the way shortly. And also, a man has claimed to have invented and created the world's hottest pizza. Spicy hot. I'm not talking about temperature-wise, but he'll be on later to talk about his latest food challenge right now, though. Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. we got some... Uh, Weird ones this evening. Yeah, it sounds it. I'm really intrigued about this belt. Yeah, it's not even it's not even a belt. I don't even know how to describe it. But basically, sex toys uh, have obviously become a hell of a lot more popular. During lockdown as well, every single outlet that yeah. sells adult toys has seen an explosion in sales and uh, things like that. But there are chastity belts that men can buy it's not even a belt it's the wrong way to put it but chastity devices that you can buy if you're a man to put yourself into so it's like a small little rubber plastic sock and there is a lock at the back of it and you put yourself in it and you put you, you can lock yourself into this right now because it is 2020 why would you need a key right why would you want a physical manual key to unlock this it's obviously bluetooth enabled and links with your smartphone and an app Right. Yeah. And what you can do with this app is part of the fun is I think this is where the, the toy part comes in. I could give you full control over my chastity Hilarious. device. Right. So, you know, like, seriously, it's been 20 years now. But you see, it's a great oh. idea for long distance relationships. If you want to make sure he's not cheating on you, <laughs> keep it locked away. It's like, I need to pee. You and know it, where no. it is at all times and yeah. you do not unlock that until he has photo evidence that he's peeing. And then he has to go back in his lock. <laughs> back, to, back to work and then she knows she can yeah. sleep soundly at night knowing you're going nowhere with that there thing. you go for the trusting relationship <laughs> in your life wow uh, no, you could you technically do that but I suppose the thing is that maybe if you're uh, a bit of foreplay and you're getting hot and heavy and then you want it but obviously yeah. someone else has the power Someone's dominating exactly. you controlling your body where they're like I want it you're like nah 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 uh, anyway because 2020 and um, because of uh, hackers like to hack everything hackers have found a security flaw in this device so this is a what's it the pen test partners were testing out this device and found that this uh, QE cellmate probably not pronounced that right anyway or the QE cellmate uh, uses certain types of passwords and their smartphone app can be hacked 
and somebody else can take over control of the device forever and can never give you back control. So if someone hacks into the app on the phone, hacks into this particular smartphone app for this device, they can lock it forever. See, some people will get some joy out of knowing that they could be locked in it forever, which is just sick. Would they? Yeah, they would. You know, some men are sick. They are. They're stupid and they'd go, oh yeah, I'd like that. You know, it's real edgy and so on. You know, you're living on the edge. No. Okay, they did, for about five minutes they think it was cool exactly. and then game over. Yeah, it wouldn't be worth it. I would never do it if I was a guy. Again, always the problems with these security features not being tested properly in apps. Uh, so if you are thinking of doing this, uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> until the security issue is fixed. So um, it, it's not a belt. I said it looks like a kind of a rubber sock a rubber metally sock and apparently there, it's like the clip that you clip yourself into is made out of metal and it's you would have to get an angle grinder to cut this off oh my god you would not want to do that no you definitely would not want to have that uh, cut off you at all oh so my god, horrific. you put yourself into it but then you put this lock behind your scrotum so the lock goes behind you it, it's a weird looking thing what but you kind of like a zumo wrestler in. type thing no, it it doesn't. It just it doesn't go all the way around. No, it, it's you put yourself, you yeah. put the shaft into yeah. this sock thing, yeah, and then behind your ball sack, yeah, you it just you like, have a cups. small ring, if that makes sense. Right, okay. So you clip Holding it, it in. in place. So so I think, um, yeah, I don't know if your I don't know if your testes fit into it. It's just for the shaft, and you clip it in behind, and then you can't get it off. Now someone has just asked a question there oh, yeah. in relation to this. Uh, no, it's not. And it's not equivalent to the rampant rabbit. It's actually equivalent to. Have you seen the fleshlights? Yes, I have actually. It's like yeah. a much smaller version of a fleshlight. I mean, and then you you clip yourself into it. Yeah, but it could be fun. It's, it's definitely not fun when you somebody else like, no, no. in Russia could overtake this. But it could be fun when it's working properly. And could be fun. Yeah. yeah, could be fun. Anyway, there you go. It's called the QE. It's Q I U I Cellmate. Just look up the Cellmate. And it has an API issue, a security issue. So just be very careful if you're planning on buying one, having a little bit of fun, because it could be a hell of a lot longer time that you're going to spell in this little spend in this little cellmate. But there you go. Who knew chastity devices weren't actually a thing? Um, maybe the church buys a lot of them. I'd say a few. And you give the who... you give the security key to Jesus, and there you go. So a few of the priests could have done that. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Technology solved a lot of problems. Fortunately, not retrospectively. Uh, now. Um, do, uh, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but right, I have a lazy eye. Do you? Yeah. I'm meant to wear glasses and I don't. Oh, same. I'm meant to wear glasses for watching TV and I don't. So I was one of those kids who got bullied for wearing the patch. Right? You had a patch when I, you were little? I had a patch when I was little, yeah. Oh, and that's kind of cute. I was meant to wear the patch for years to fix said lazy eye. So I can't see out of this eye, right? What? As in, I can't, I can see out of it, but it's like an out of focus blurry camera. Like I can't, what? yeah, can't see anything. I did not know this. Uh, Look so, at me. Yeah. I don't notice it. Sometimes if I get a bit tired, that starts taking a little trip in. Like, hello. <laughs> ah, does it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, so, right. During the night, your eyes are st- yeah. turning to the side, What's staring going on here? at you. Hello. <laughs> are you asleep? Are you asleep? I am, Lizzie. I, I am. So uh, a lot of people have that. And it, you're meant to, it's, it's fixable, apparently, before the age of eight or ten, when the eye develops, right? Because then it's fixed in place. So you're meant to have a patch on your eye. But I could never wear it because it was so annoying because my eyelashes kept rubbing off the back of it. Oh, God. And I, so it was so, like, uh, infuriating. And then my man put it on my glasses. But then I just looked down the bottom of the glasses and look out underneath with uh. my good eye. So anyway, um, and they could never get me to do it. They're like, you'll never grow up and be a pilot. I was like, I don't want to be a pilot. Oh, they're testing you with everything in Yeah, and they wouldn't. could never get it done. I was just uh, hard like that. So anyway, 
Turns out that there is not a lot you can do with a lazy eye past the age of 10 or 12. Yeah. But it turns out now that there is a new treatment they're looking at which involves using ketamine to give somebody with a lazy eye. And ketamine is showing uh, promising results to treat this eye condition. Um, And it's a single dose of sub-anesthetic ketamine reactivates adult visual cortical plasticity and promotes functional recovery of the acuity defects resulting from having a lazy eye. So if you have a lazy eye like myself, there are other ways. I think you can still do other eye treatments that you can try and get this fixed. But now ketamine, the horse tranquilizer, might help. Would you try it? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, would you? No, I was looking into it before to see if you can do out about it. Because again, I was always told once you're past the age of eight, that's it, done and dusted. Your eyes are fixed and they'll never change. But then I was looking at other stuff and they were like, no, no, you can, there, there are some treatments, but it's not too effective the older you get because everything has, uh, everything has kind of fixed into place. But anyway, they're saying that the lazy eye vision disorder fails, so your brain fails to process images from the other eyes. I said this one is just blurry vision, but now using fast and sustained Ketamine actions show promise for therapeutic applications that rely on reactivating the old uh, parts of your eye that are responsible for That's that. That's mad. So obviously, uh, don't go down to a local street drug dealer and ask for some ketamine and put it in your eye. This is clinical research, not available on prescription yet, but who knows? Yeah, in the future, you might get that fixed. I didn't realise. There you go, might get a fix. I'm going to have to keep staring at it now. You'll be like, yeah, going, oh, da- uh, like, oh look, it's turning inwards again. Let me see if I kind of lean this way, you won't be able to do it because I'm looking to the left. Yeah, it's weird. It's very slight. You yeah. wouldn't notice. Okay, that's really creepy. Yeah. Don't do that. So uh, that's it. Ketamine might be used to treat lazy eyes. People, what's the correct term is? Uh, good news, though. Ambly, ambliopia? I can't pronounce a good word anyway. Anyway, lazy eye. Uh, moving on, the next story. How about this? Uh, a gamer, mother and son. So a boy and his mother, they have filed a class action lawsuit against Nintendo. Right? They're suing Nintendo. They're suing Nintendo Switch they're suing Nintendo because of Nintendo Switch controllers. I did not know that this existed. If you're a gamer, maybe you do. But one of the problems apparently with uh, Nintendo Switch controllers is a thing called the Joy-Con drift phenomenon. Oh. Right? Where Swift Joy-Con controllers make in-game characters slightly, constantly move on the screen, even though you might want them to move. Oh, that will be annoying. Very annoying. Very annoying, and I've like I've always blamed the controller when you're playing FIFA and getting hammered. And you're like, I want them to go over there. And you're smashing the controller to bits because you don't know how to play FIFA because you're terrible at it. Turns out that this is an issue. So there's a hardware issue with these. So it's, this, is, this lawsuit's been filed in Northern Carolina. There's a woman and her nine-year-old son are, are now in the documents that have been sent into court, and they're trying to sue Nintendo to make them fix the Joy-Con drift problem. So that characters, if you have a this, stop causing issues. Now, are they going to get money from this? Uh, Could they actually win this case now mm, and actually get a few bob from Nintendo? Because everyone's going to do it. Well, then. no, they'd have to prove how they got damaged, how they were damaged, how they inflicted damages because of this. I don't know how they do that. Maybe they're just trying to get them to be legally liable. Right. No, what they might be doing as well is, is they've had to buy multiple sets of controllers because they thought it was the first controllers they bought that were broken and then they went out and bought a new set and a new set. So it turns out there's a hardware issue. So they might be trying to get compensation for the constant times they've had to buy new controllers thinking they were broke. But this is actually a hardware issue. So there you go. Uh, if you have a Nintendo Switch, someone is 
being the Aaron Brockovich of computer games. And going ahead and just trying to... Take on the big boys. Yes, yeah, sort, sort out the problem. Justice. They're trying to get justice for dodgy controllers where this thing keeps drifting on screen. You know, it'd be, be very, very frustrating. Uh, moving on, a team of scientists want uh, ships to be able to speak to whales. Oh, cute. Mm, yeah. Oh, I like this idea. Because I guess the whale is like, what are you doing in my house? What the hell is this thing mm, in yeah. the water? Um, and at least if the boat was able to talk to them and say, yeah. look, we're not going to harm you. We're just sailing along. We're just having a little bit of fun here. We can, we can do this too. Uh, I didn't realise this, but apparently migrating whales. There is an issue with migrating whales in the ocean where they obviously come into shipping lanes and they collide with huge oh, tanker yeah. ships and, and other vessels that are in the water, damaging them and killing them. And obviously, like most things in the sea, a lot of things die and uh, run the risk of not being around for very much longer. So what they're trying to do is develop sonar and sounds for ships that will be able to talk to whales using their, you know, whales make those sounds. That's a good noise. Thanks yeah, much, I like yeah. that. I was uh, on the latest album of Whale Sounds Volume 4. <laughs> it's like my otter. Yeah. Uh, beautiful, beautiful otter. So uh, they're trying to equip big ships that are going to be interacting and constantly colliding with these whales with a certain sound that it can kind of use the same frequency and pitch and communicate underwater with whales so when they're driving through the whales be like oh it's our ship friend yeah just keep heads up lads because shippy over here is going to smash into our heads and just just be careful that's good though isn't it yeah a little bit I like that idea well it's going to save the whales yeah we're going to have a little chat with the whales so they'll be able to speak uh, whale and so there you go and then the last story this evening right Spotify, uh, obviously everyone's using uh, Spotify, very popular streaming platform, but you can now, this would be something kind of useful, you can now search song lyrics on Spotify to find a song that you can't remember the name of. I love that. It happens to me all the time. It happened to me over the weekend when I was searching for that absolute 90s banger, which I thought was Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe. It's not called Bobby Joe. It's not called Bobby Joe. Hang on, whoa, 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 don't say anything. It is called Bobby no, Joe. No, it's not called Bobby Joe. Oh, oh, don't 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 reveal the name of that. That's going to do my head in. Yeah. So Bobby Joe isn't called Bobby Joe. No, it's not called Bobby Joe. Don't you know? Don't you know? Bobby Joe. It's not Bobby Joe. Oh God! And I was I was sweating trying to look for this song because I was you know I was typing in Bobby Joe. Nothing was coming up. Well, if you put that into Spotify now, you should be able to find it if it's on it. So you can search lyrics on Spotify now as well if you're like searching can't remember that, but. If you know the name, the actual name of that song, artist and name of the Bobby Joe song. Yeah. 0876797104. That's going to do my tits in. Here's uh, Dermot Kennedy, Giant, it's FM104. FM104 is Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You would take your fancy on playblue.ie. Also visit the flagship store in Tyler or get free delivery on the website playblue.ie. Uh, still to come on the show, you're going to be hearing from a man who claims to have invented the world's hottest pizza. You have to sign a waiver before trying this in his uh, restaurant slash takeaway um, because he claims it might kill you. So it's got the hottest chilies in the world on it. Several of the hottest chilies in the world on it. He'll be on to talk about that food challenge shortly. And also a guy who set up during the quarantine a YouTube channel uh, called Daddy, How Do I... And it's there for you if your ally was useless at DIY and didn't teach you anything at all. So he has exploded in popularity. 2.7 million followers now. Things like, how do you uh, change a tyre, change the oil, put up some shells. Very, very useful in this day and age where men are useless. Pretty much useless. A lot of them are anyway, because they feel like they don't need to do the man jobs. As my mom said before, she thinks all men should do a trade when they leave school. 
And they should. And women should just do like Nothing. 1980s home economics when the book was all like <laughs> how to get your husband's slippers prepared for when he comes in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, very good stuff. Be a bit of crack anyway. Um, the name of that song, by the way. Oh, sorry. We've got a message in here. Sounds like this is in relation to we just did control or delete there. There's a chastity device for men that you can put yourself into. It's meant to be an adult toy. But hackers have found a way to hack into it because obviously it's Bluetooth enabled. So you lock yourself into this. Hackers have found a way to and be able to never release yourself at all. So someone says, it sounds like an old car lock you used to lock the handbrake and the gear stick. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah, it does actually. Uh, my yellow one had one of them, a big yellow, a dirty yellow thing you'd put. I know. That's to exactly lock what it was like, actually, yeah. Good shout. God. That's a great shout. I hope show. this thing isn't yellow. No, and metal and disgusting. Like and like, oh, God, it'd be horrific. Um, also, trying to remember the name of that song. Spotify are allowing you to search for songs on the platform with song or search for songs using song lyrics. So instead of having to maybe pop onto Google and kind of put that in, you can yep. find it on uh, online. It can be so annoying when you can't remember the name of the song or the artist of the song, you can't find it. You're like, oh, God, what was that? Like when you hear. I always try and do that when you hear a song on the radio or whatever that you really, really like. Yep. I always try and remember some of the lyrics of the I song know, and then go so home and search it. Like, it was it like this, 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 and sometimes you're blank on it. But the Bobby Joe song. The Bobby Joe. Kicking the flow. Kicking the flow. And you're telling don't me, you know, don't you know? The name of that song isn't Bobby Joe. It is not Bobby Joe. We're trying to figure out what that is. 0876797104. What is the official name? Is How it Bo- does not nobody know this? How. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Will you drop us in a WhatsApp if you know the official artist and song song title of Bobby Joe? I didn't know this obviously over the weekend, but I'm sure if you are a hardcore dance fan, especially cheesy dance music from the nineties, you're Scaldi going to know dance this. Music, yeah. This is proper Scaldi, yeah. <sighs> Darla said, "Is it Bobby Joe original?" No, that's it's got not nothing it. to do with Bobby Joe. And is it DJ something who no. is the artist? No. Ah, oh, lads, it's still my head in. Uh, Neither. Are you sure? Positive. I don't know if I believe this because someone's after sending me in something saying uh, it was an absolutely this song was absolutely compulsory at all school discos from two thousand and two to two thousand and four. Um. Now, I know this because I was with a DJ at the time. DJ, DJ, who? Huh? Yeah. Who? Who had told me going out with a DJ no, for no. F one four? No. You're no. going out with Nobby. Not or Jim Jim. No, going out with Frank Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going out with Frank Jazz. Uh, no, but uh, they said, are, "Are you joking? You don't know the name of the song." So I'm they made a big song and dance about it, and apparently, it's a very known, well-known artist. And Kicking song. the flow, in and yeah. Bop, 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 bop. Bobby Joe. Cheesy, cheesy, cheesy dance Scaldy music. Dance Love music. it, Bobby Joe. What's Do you want me to give you the answer? No, I don't want to give you the answer. I'm trying to remember the lyrics to it. There's nothing in the lyrics. It's like kicking the flow. It's got nothing to do with the flow. Yeah, that's that's the tune, but that's not anything to do with the name of the band, the the artist or the song. Did the artist release anything else famous? Yeah. It's not like DJ Quicksilver. No. Or Ayla. No. Or Mauro Piccolo. So Mauro Piccolo. No. Bobby Joe, 0876797104. What's the name of the song? And it's so confusing. Is it Bobby Joe? No, it's not Bobby Joe. Is it close to Bobby Joe? Is yeah. it something Joe? Yeah. Something Joe. That's just in my head. 0876797104. Oh, so it's not, uh, it's obviously, I'm not even going to say, it's not like Tiesto or Calvin. It's definitely not Tiesto or Calvin Harris. Definitely Before not. Before that, it would be like in the scooter realm of producers. Yeah. Who else was there? Who did Bass Hunter? Uh, Bass Hunter? No. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Deep breaths, everyone. I can't You're going to kick yourself when you hear this. Mm-hmm. Are those texts that are coming in correct? Yeah, that one's correct. I, I'm going to pull this up now because I was never going to actually find that out. Who was that that texted that in? We, we need, hang on out. We need a name. Who texted in? The first one, I think, get it right. Let me see. Calvin. I was told not to bring this song up and not to embarrass myself because this is so cheesy and so late 90s that we so, should never be talking about Simon, it. Calvin and Ian. <laughs> Ian, thanks for that. Ian, you were, first to, you were first to send that in. Yeah. Uh, let the, so this is the song. This is the song. Okay, this this is this, the the song which we couldn't uh, couldn't remember the name of. Oh, what a tune! Who was saying not to play this? I know this is scaldy dance anthem, but like, come on, we gotta we gotta take our mind off the crippling pandemic that's outside with. What a song! I'm gonna demand Al brings us back. Yeah, do I'll play this, will you? Freaks going deeper. <laughs> Bobby Joe. So it's not Bobby Joe. It's not Bobby Joe. This is crazy, lads. This is news to me. Ian. It's his accent then, because this song is called Buddy Joe. This song is Buddy Joe. What are you saying? Bobby. He's not saying Buddy, is he? He's saying Bobby. Oh, oh they did this. <laughs> I've forgotten this bit of the song. I know, it's, great. it's so good. What are we playing? Nobody's going to go mad. He's going to go mad. He music. loves this song. Oh, he does. He was probably playing this. Remember he did the Backyard Bangers yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kicking the flow, don't you know Bobby Joe? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Will you meet me, mate? <laughs> will you meet me, mate? No. Will you meet him? No. Will you meet me? No. <laughs> okay, get away from me. Sorry about that. So it's Club Hoppers. Club Hoppers, Buddy Joe. Club Hoppers with a K, Buddy Joe. Yeah. Lads, Buddy. Buddy Joe. He's Not definitely Bobby. saying Bobby Joe. Oh, he's definitely saying Bobby Joe. And you sang Bobby in the in the teenage oh, disco. Oh, I was singing it. I'm still singing it. I'm kicking the flow, 
Oh, this part's the best. best. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything better than those kind of scaldy music? No, nothing. We should nearly have, I, I like maybe scaldy on a, hour. Uh, yeah, on a Friday night, we should have the scaldy hour on the show and just get a scooter, uh, more avocado out. Who else would be good? Scooter, more avocado. Who's who else is there? Uh, maybe the Venga. No, the Venga boys might be a bit too poppy. Yeah, they're a bit poppy. Um, I don't think uh, DJ Quicksilver. I don't think Al would be too happy if we came in with this after the show. Ruining it, you Ruining know. The, the God we put in of, Mark McCabe as well. Uh, yeah, the the God of Dance Radio in Dublin, and afterwards you're like, hey, uh, <laughs> oh, what you do for that? <laughs> He's like, what are you doing to my life? It's a great song. It's a very good song. Look, at least it gives you escapism if nothing else, yeah. right? Remember when life wasn't hell? Remember when you were in school and you were just I don't even know what you were worried you about. You thought no it was fear. You now fear that a few years later, pandemic. You know what, you would probably take you'd probably take the stress of your mate scoring the bird that you really <laughs> liked or getting grounded for two weeks because they found all the booze in your jacket on the way out to the teenage disco, always drink responsibly. You take that all day. Buddy Joe. It doesn't sound as good. Hey, there's me, Buddy Joe. Buddy Joe. Anyway, thank you very much to Club Hoppers for bringing us that tune. Yeah, we'll see if we can get in touch with Club Hoppers maybe and we'll interview them. I'd love and that. We can talk. Uh, so, what was the social impact of Buddy Joe on the. And why did you not call it Bobby Joe? Yeah, well, let's ask him. I ring him up and go, hey, listen, hey, listen, lads, why is it not Bobby Joe? And I presume everywhere all around the world thinks or thought it was Bobby Joe. Definitely they did. Is anyone else up? Is just myself and Saoirse here or up for Bobby Joe? Or not Bobby Joe, Scaldi Hour on a Friday? Or on a Monday? Yeah. Old school, like disco classics. Except it wouldn't just, be seven. It never disco. ends. It's five and a half minutes of this. So anyway, will we do a... No, it would be weird for people in their 30s to organise like a teenage disco hour on, on a Friday yeah, or a Monday. Yeah, that's, that's weird. We definitely need... Bobby Joe. We'll find, it, we'll find a better name for it, all right? I'm going to let that play for their... Anyone who just tuned in now is like, what is happening? Yeah, it is uh, 2001. Although We've gone backwards. Think, People would like that. I think so. Back when music was real. None of this uh, Niall Horn stuff or Gavin James. In this fairness is real though, music. this is way better. You don't even have to think. It's just the same sentence repeated over yeah. and over again. It's basically what 2020 is. And, yeah, yeah, social like, distancing, yeah. social distancing. You think it's going to change? Oh, it's just the same. It's the same, but Wear worse. Yeah. Level three. Oh, yeah, and you think we're going to... Are we going to go level... No, no, we're not. We're not. Not at all. God. I'm trying to think now. I'm trying to think now. We'll try... We'll... What, what would be the name of that feature? We, we'll definitely... We'll work on... Call I like Scaldi Hour. It's brilliant. Scaldi Hour. We'll do it on a Monday. But it has to be like... We have to make this happen. Sorry, Nobby. It's part of our show. Okay. Uh, yeah. Any other suggestions to add to the playlist for Scaldi Hour? Uh, like Club Hoppers esque. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We must move on though. I don't want to though. Yeah, we must move on. On the way next, he has amassed two point seven million followers on his YouTube channel just uh, during quarantine. By the way, uh, showing people how to do simple DIY tasks around the house. Things that um, your dad probably. Sh- should have showed you how to do. Yeah. This guy's dad didn't because this guy's dad left as well. Which so, was you know, very mean. Very, very mean indeed. So listen, if you are missing a father figure in your house and you don't know how to put up a set of shelves, Rob Kenny, he's uh, he's he's Irish, he's Irish American. He's gonna be on the show next talking about his videos. Did he think they'd blow up to the millions of millions of views that they're getting now at the moment? He's next here on Room 104. 
FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. If you've been listening to the show for any prolonged period of time, you, you'll have... You might have noticed a couple of things. One thing in particular that uh, I'm absolutely useless when it comes to uh, DIY and I constantly keep breaking things. Yeah, I I know that, obviously, um, which I just find very unattractive in a guy if they can't fix things. Now, it's probably come from my own dad who was very similar to yourself. He couldn't hang up you know, anything, you couldn't put a clock on the wall and my mom used to go mental and then obviously my brothers, I have two brothers, they're just as useless. So... Like yourself, they'll go on YouTube to try and figure out how to fix little problems. And I've been, you know, having to deal with that all my life. So when I hear of somebody that's going out with a guy that can just fix every little thing, it's very attractive. Yeah, my list of things that have been broken have has gone on and on and on. And it, for once, it, this is the, the worst thing that happens, right? Because something has a piece of equipment I have broken that belongs to the studio. No, I shouldn't say I've broken. It has broken in my company. Everyone, <laughs> and everyone's like looking at me guilty going, oh no, you dropped that. And I was like, I swear to God, a very important piece of equipment that we need to kind of do some work from home. And uh, it just broke randomly one day there a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, here you go. And they're all looking at me going, did you drop this? And I was like, no, I swear to God, this one time, it's like the boy who cried wolf. I break everything else and this one time I did not break this thing for uh, that we need for the studio and we need for the show but I was obviously no one's believe me so it's a, it's a frustrating lonely world out there but no I can't if you're like me and you can't fix anything do any DIY and everyone is disappointed in you people think you're unattractive and you know your father-in-law wonders why did she marry him like honestly he can't do a thing there might be a solution on hand because a gentleman has set up a YouTube channel which I imagine has exploded oh especially during quarantine and lockdown all over the world when people are trying to fix things and get things done and uh the, the channel is called Dad How Do I and then you just kind of fill in the blanks with doing other stuff around the uh, around the house and it'll show you give you tutorials on how to fix those things around the house the guy behind that channel Rob Kenny joins us on the line now Rob how are things sir? Very good yeah thanks uh, thanks for having me on Yeah we love the channel um, I guess first and foremost where did the idea come from? Uh, yeah I'm kind of all over all over the place I actually thought of it about uh, two or three years ago you know I came from a fractured home myself my dad left when I was 14. And so, um, you know, I'm ancient, so YouTube wasn't around when I was a kid, but I thought it might be something that, you know, if I could help 30 or 40 people that um, I wanted to have kind of a one-stop resource for people to be able to come and uh, learn how to do some things. And I wasn't expecting it to explode like it has. I, yeah, because so. I mean, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because you can go down these weird different sections and categories in YouTube. YouTube, you think, is all about maybe funny, hilarious videos and sketches and music videos. And you're like, well, well, that's it. But you've amassed like millions of views and a huge amount of subscribers over the last while. What was your very first kind of how-to video you put up? Yeah, so you, you had mentioned about the quarantine. So I, um, I've been talking about this for a couple of years. And then my daughter has been encouraging me to do it and so the, my first one was how to tie a tie because you know there's not much of a commitment with that <laughs> yeah, fairly yeah. fairly easy fairly straightforward it only took me a couple minutes and I thought okay you know I'll, I'll do it I have some time because we're quarantined I can at least do that you know and yeah so that was my first one then I did how to shave and then yeah now we've gotten into because I, I, I want it to kind of be a resource I, I figure I got about five years worth of content in me in me before I run out of uh, stuff that I know how to do because you know there's so many different things that you know like like I, I've done how to grill, how to, you know, change your tire, how to put up a shelf. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, you could do the tire one. You need to watch that one. I need to watch all of these. As a child, I remember we had a tie going to school and my mom could never tie my tie. And at that stage, my dad was always gone to work super early. So he wasn't, he wasn't there to even attempt to do it. So she ended up 
forgetting the tie for about a year and then bought one of those ones with, with an elastic <laughs> string. <laughs> uh, Rob, how many views has the tie video gotten? It's close to a million. It's right, right at about a million. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you know, and one of the things I've tried to do is try to, you know, in a calm, in a calm manner, try to be fatherly, you know, and try to, I try to almost do it like I'm doing it to my own kids. And so I'm trying to share advice that like I, I have how to check your oil because over here, I, you know, I've, I've heard from different stories from all over the world about how much it costs to change your oil. But, I, you know, I can get an oil change for probably 30 or $40 in my area and it's not worth my time to change my oil. So I did how to check your oil. And then I said, you know, because I wouldn't recommend it to my own kids because it's just not a good use of my time yeah. for, for how, how little I can pay to have somebody else do it. I think it's a brilliant idea. Are there any kind of really simple videos that you made that you thought were never going, going to reach anyone? <laughs> so, uh, you know, so I started this April 1st was when I uh, started the channel. And then around, you know, end of May is when it went viral. Um, and I, you know, I was trying to keep up with doing the videos, but I was, had so many requests for interviews and I just couldn't keep up. So I actually did a, a video on them. Um, yeah, so it, it's fine. Yeah, you know, I was just, and it, my schedule has gotten way easier now. It was, it was because it was leading up to Father's Day that, um, plus it went viral. So it was, I mean, I had interviews back to back and I couldn't get out a how-to video. So I just went on and said, thank you. And I said, I'm proud of you. And those were the ones that got more views than my how-tos because people just appreciated being told that they're proud that somebody's proud of them which is kind of sad on on one hand because you know people don't hear it enough God, yeah how many views has that video gotten i think that yeah that's well over a million i think it's like 1.5 million or something something like that last time i checked yeah that's so so conflicting um you, you know on the one hand, brilliant that your video did so well. On the other hand, wow, there's a lot of shitty dads out there who aren't telling their kids no. they're proud of them. <laughs> you can say that on Irish radio. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. That is so funny. That's, that's kind of funny and miserable that you need to kind of check in. Although in saying that, I know so many people who probably could do it watching that video because their, their relationships with their dads mightn't be 100%. Yeah, that's kind of been my message. I've, I've been trying to also, you know, so I've done some dad chats now where I'm talking about like your attitude and you know because obviously there's more to being a dad than just running around fixing things that you know I'm trying to help help in a very you know very small way to fill a void maybe that people you know don't have the dad experience in their lives so um yeah so I'm also so and I'm reading children's books too. So it's kind of covering all kinds of things now. Um, it's expanded, which is I'm fine with it. I think it's uh, yeah, it's touching. It seems to be touching people. People, um, you know, resonating with mm, them. Yeah, people are crying because they missed, either missed their dad or never had never had a dad. You know, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's a lovely idea. I guess if somebody was looking for that bit of comfort that they know they can turn to somebody who will essentially act like what they expected a dad to maybe act like. Yeah, and if you read, so if you read the comments, that's kind of, you know, I've, I, we've tried to, my daughter and I have, you know, we, we talk all the time and she's helped me a lot with some of it, but we've tried to, you know, promote kindness because, you know, especially with all this pandemic that we're all going through yeah. worldwide, you know, um, we need to be good to each other, you know, so we've been trying to keep up that mojo of, uh, and so the comments are like that. People are supporting each other and yeah, I'm trying, really, I'm trying to empower people to, you know, if you're scared of doing something, maybe you do it. And then, because I know the first time I built a fence, I, I was intimidated, but when I was done, I was, it kind of gave me the confidence to go try other things. And, you know, I've done all kinds of stuff over the years now. 
I mean, I started on that journey, and then, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I set my lawnmower on fire. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's challenges. Yeah, there's challenges uh, along the way. But uh, great to hear that you know so many people are responding well to your videos, and you're trying to share kindness. Although sometimes, you know, maybe a lot of young people need some discipline. So, have you thought about a video where you just stare into the camera and say, "We're not even mad; we're just disappointed." <laughs> Maybe, maybe so. <laughs> I don't want to lose my uh, subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe a different channel. We'll put that on the Irish Dad channel and there'll just be no videos because you just won't be there. They'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, very much. <laughs> this is weird. Okay. Channel mightn't do. <laughs> channel mightn't do as well. So uh, do you mind me asking, is this you know, like probably obviously not your full-time gig? Like, are you working or are you at the moment or what are you doing? Yeah, I am still working. So I'm still working full time. I, uh, I'm, I do sales. I do outside sales and I've been doing that for almost 30 years. So I don't know. I, I wasn't planning to be famous. I, you know, my wife and I have planned well. I'm 56 and we were kind of, you know, going to do the usual, okay, we're going to retire and travel and all that. And I was just trying to provide a resource yeah. for, for some people. And so, yeah, so I'm trying to navigate that now. Now that I see that it looks like it's going to be around, I am looking at you know, sponsorships and that sort of thing. And I am actually, I do have uh, something I'm working on that'll come out next. Uh, I can't, I have to be careful about what I, <laughs> what I say, because I, I have, I can't announce things just yet. But yeah, so I have ah, something coming up next good. April. I'm going to presume it's a book, but we'll say nothing. <laughs> say nothing. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I'm wondering is, is there a mother version of this? So my wife is behind the scenes helping me make sure that our house is clean <laughs> when we're doing stuff. But she, yeah, she'd prefer not to not to do that. People have been asking for that. And, um, you know, some other people have tried to come up with their own version. And yeah. they didn't ask me. And, yeah, one one in particular actually took the same name and oh, she did, you know, anyway I'm not going to go there it just was mm. a little disappointing that they didn't reach out to me first uh, they, yeah there's all, unfortunately there's always people like that who just try and steal the idea and copy it but you know the original and the first will always have the you know the advantage I suppose and the longevity when it comes to uh, I think things like that But and you can always sue them so that's fun as well but um, do you think like are you making obviously don't have to reveal exactly how much but what millions of views are you starting to make a little bit of income off the channel that you might be able to retire a few years earlier <laughs> well, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I haven't made as much as I thought that it was going to yeah. make. You know, I have a lot of, so it's interesting because I have a lot of subscribers, but I don't necessarily get a ton of views on some of them. But I'm okay with that because it's a resource, you know, like how to use a tape measure. Um, you know, if you don't need to know how to use a tape measure right now, you might subscribe and then view it later if yeah, you're yeah. confused about a tape measure, you know, so... So I get it, and so and a lot of the income would be based on views, and and I've actually turned down the ads because there, there's so many, you know, you have an op, the opportunity yeah. to put lots of ads on. I'm like, that's so irritating. So I have it <laughs> down to minimal ads, yeah. But trying to trying to create some income off it because I got to have something to make it worth my time. Yeah, absolutely. And is there anything else now, video wise, that you have planned, or anything else that you feel people are asking for? Or you need to do. It's kind of all over the place and yeah so um people want me to show them how to cook um but you know you could probably find a better cook than me but i, I don't know if it's the dad experience or what but i you know i i know how to cook so i know um and then people want me to show them how to mow their lawn and go fishing fishing is yeah. one that's kind of been big and yeah so that's why i say i think i have about probably five years of content because you know i'm not limited to one thing around the house you know i can do car stuff i can do camping i can do all kinds of uh, different things that'll yeah produce content as well uh, well how many channels is this uh, or how many subscribers on the channel now 
Yeah, it's two point seven, two point seven million. Yeah, what? and it's still, yeah, it still continues. It grows. So it's funny because it kind of goes across the world. Like I, I see somebody post something on Instagram in Brazil, and the next thing you know, I'm getting all kinds of new subscribers from Brazil. And then recently it was Italy, and um, yeah, and then I saw some stuff from Germany too. So then they just reached out out to me, like I said. And yeah, it's funny. It's all it, Philippines. It's it's kind of it hits in all these different pockets across the. Yeah, the one consistent thing is that there's terrible fathers everywhere. It's not just a localized <laughs> thing in your area. That there's, there's terrible fathers in Ireland, the USA, Brazil, the Philippines. It's amazing. It gives you a global audience to, to work with. It's pretty sad, actually, to be honest with you. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I actually did a, a video recently on integrity. And just it was a I call it call him my dad chat talking about integrity, yeah. and I was trying to encourage dads to hang in there and try you know hopefully in a small way if I can encourage dads to understand that being dad is the cool thing too if you hang in there you know don't run after shiny objects it's easy for guys you know we're visually stimulated we run after these <laughs> these things that don't necessarily yeah. satisfy and so yeah. I'm trying to hopefully encourage people to you know hang in there. Hashtag not all men. Is that right, Cormac? Oh, there you go. Not all men, yeah. but enough to keep your channel up to 2.7 <laughs> million subscribers. It's a brilliant base to have for, for going forward. But listen, Rob, we appreciate yeah. you popping on. All the very best of luck with uh, the future videos, the future channels, your your retirement. Pop on over here in the future. Um, if you ever get a chance to pop on over to Ireland, we'd love to uh, you know bring you into the station, have you on the show. Uh, but the name of the channel again for people who want to uh, ha- check it out. Yeah, it's Dad How Do I. I came up with that um, real quick just because I... I uh, I said, you know, I could picture one of my kids in the other room saying, Dad, how do I? So that's that's how it how we came up with it. It, it stuck. Lovely, lovely. Well listen, Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh Rob Kenny from Dad, how do I go check out the YouTube channel on any DIY you need to do around your gaff, you'll be absolutely sorted. The tutorials and the guides are up there. But we will chat to you again soon. Thanks for popping on FM one oh four. Great. Thanks for having me on. FM one oh four's Room One Oh Four Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Always fond of a food challenge. Anything related food-wise will happily entertain. But this next one, (laughs) you have to sign a waiver before you're allowed to attempt it, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is quite interesting. Now, I love anything relating to food, really, for the most part, and especially hot food. I know we've done a challenge before where we've had noodles and, you know, you have literally nearly died from the sweat, whereas I, on the other hand, could eat them all day, every day, and never get sick of them. The only thing is, I start to get really bad snotty nose, which is really embarrassing. You know, I get lumps of snot that comes out, but, you know, other than that, I can pretty much handle anything. Um, yeah, well, joining us on the line now is somebody who's decided to put together a bit of a, uh, a food challenge with a slight difference. And we know chilies added to everything can really just ruin ruin your life and blow the head off you. But why are they making you sign a waiver before you do this? Maybe you'll die. Joining us now to talk a little bit more about this uh, pizza challenge. Kyle Barlow, sir, how are you? All right, thank you. Um, listen, man, what's the one? Explain exactly what this food challenge is and why you're uh, <laughs> getting people to sign off a waiver before they try it. Basically, what is it? It's like a 16 inch pizza and you get one hour to eat it and if you eat it obviously you get it for free and like a certificate and you pitch it up on the shop wall and stuff but the catch is it's got the world's free hottest chilies on it so it's the world's hottest pizza that sounds delicious does it <laughs> yeah I know, that I'm not, sounds really good I can't cope too well with spicy foods anyway I think there's certain people who, who like it and certain people who, who don't but um, like what are exactly the, the hottest chilies what are they called because I know there's a certain scale as well of, of hotness when it comes to chilies yeah the number one well I thought it was the world's number one is called the Reaper chilli 
and then the ghost chili and the scorpion chili. But I've just recently found out that there's one being created. And it's called Dragon's Breath, and it's seven times as hot as the, the Reaper chili. So keep your eyes peeled for that. One. Now I did a chili challenge before, and they were just regular chilies that I had to to eat, and it is horribly uncomfortable to eat a chili. So I can imagine that if they're the hottest chilies around, you're not going to last too long eating them. No, I don't think you'd be laughing. Uh, I had a, a slice of it about four days ago, and I can still feel the pain now. <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask you. So you, you've obviously tried it, and what what what, what was the experience like? To start with, it, it's just like you just bite into it, and it feels a bit hot, but then it, it hits you down when you swallow it, and you can feel it going down inside. You're really painful and burning hot, and that's what stays with you for days. But on the disclaimer, it says uh, you can have internal bleeding from it, and you can even <laughs> die from it. So you've got to sign a disclaimer to say <laughs> you can't see what you flat up. <laughs> now, I assume other people have tried this challenge. There's two people tried it and failed quite miserably. And there's four that was going to try and eat a full one on Sunday for charity. And no one has died yet, thankfully. No, not you. <laughs> I mean, would you cover the cost of the funeral if they did, just as an added, uh, you know, bonus prize? Oh, I could still, yeah. I could do that. <laughs> just have a have a coffin sitting in the restaurant as well, just kind of going, here, listen, you, you die, we'll look after you, don't worry about it. When you're talking about this blowing the head off you and burning it, like, is is it, did you feel it? Because I know in your, your, your tongue can go on fire in the top of your mouth, maybe the back of your throat, but is it like all the way down to your stomach, you can feel this burning and... Yeah, as soon as you swallow it, you can literally feel like it's like somebody getting a bit of glass and like just scraping right down your inside. Oh, <laughs> and then obviously the pain stays there. Uh, I, I can still feel it about four days later. That's ridiculous. So, now, mm. why exactly have you decided to do this? I was on Bridges last time about the burger challenge, yeah. the two-stone burger, and obviously I'm into challenges now. And I looked and I seen somebody online eating what was the world's hot pizza, and I looked and I thought, well, I can maybe add some something to it and make it like my own. So now I I own the world's hot pizza and the two-stone burgers. That's still going well. Yeah, we saw that. Then. <laughs> I don't know which would be easier to do. I'm kind of trying to think because obviously I do like my spicy food and I do love pizza probably more than burgers, which I'd be better at. Probably the pizza challenge, to be honest. Well, you could have a go if you wanted. Put the uh, the two-stone burger on the pizza, Saoirse, and you'll just be just in yes. absolute heaven. Um, <laughs> well, well, listen, Kyle, I know this is obviously available over in your place. Now, obviously, you probably, fingers crossed, won't have anyone uh, dying while you're doing this. It's just going to blow the head off them for about four or five days and it'll stay with them. Did you find now, was, did you go up for the milk afterwards to try and quench the pain or what worked? No, you can go with the milk, but the secret is yoghurt. If you ah. eat yoghurt, it kills it down quite a lot more than milk does that. Okay, that's that's where show. I went wrong with my chilli challenge. I basically just poured a glass of milk in my face um, and it did nothing. <laughs> it kept burning. It was horrible. Yeah, no, the, I think yoghurt's a professional secret there that you're after sharing with the world. But uh, listen, Kyle, I know it's Maddie's takeaway over um, in the UK there. Where What's the Facebook page and Instagram that people can have a look at? One, the two stone burger that you've <laughs> created as well and now the world's hottest pizza. Yeah, it's, uh, I've got the Facebook page and that's called Maddie's Uh, Lovely. Well, listen, be sure to check that out. Um, Best of luck to anyone and everyone who does go over and try it. But the next uh, insane food challenge you have, maybe it'll be something nuclear. Who knows? Uh, Give us a shout. But thanks a million for popping on, Kyle. No problem. Thank you for that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.